What's going on, everyone? Uh, this is Information Creep issue 11, and we're going to continue where we left off um, with More Than MCI 31. So uh, I'm joined by Walter. What's up, Walter? And see you later, Walter? Maybe? Uh, and Spiros. So what's up, Spiros? Hey, not too much. Just a uh, lazy Sunday afternoon. Yeah, man, it's nice, isn't it? The first Sunday I've had off in a while, so I'm enjoying it. Um, I guess we'll 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 see if Walter pops back in. Uh, yeah, so kind of picking up where we left off. Where we left off, the uh, the auto or the Autobots in I guess Autobot Megatron, they were all leaving the Lost Light in uh, a panic because it, everything was disappearing. Uh, but where we pick up is let's see it looks like it was a long time ago and or two years ago i should say which that's a long time let's be um and it shows like this kind of party that drift is at and there's all these hanging light fixtures and he's there with riptide and is it pipes yeah it's, i'm pretty sure it's pipes yep. and something i do want to make note of just real quick uh they're there to buy a, a spaceship, you know, per Rodimus, and Pipes is like, well, how are you going to pay for it? And Drift pulls out his his uh, his gold currency card, and Pipes is like, oh, dude, where'd you get that kind of cash? And uh, Drift is like, you know, there's three things you should never ask. So, um, I don't know, I thought it was funny. Like, what's with Decepticons being, like, loaded? You know what I mean? <laughs> I thought it was thought it was pretty funny. So they come across, I guess these guys, these are just like regular non-affiliated Cybertronians. And they start doing hand talks. And um, they made an agreement to, to buy the ship. And I did. I think Drift, uh, let's see. Yeah, he, he spent a billion Shanix, which I'm guessing is a billion dollars, uh, on this ship. So Drift is, Drift is loaded. Like I think he's Cyclonus loaded, but he's still pretty loaded. And uh, they were like, well, you know, what, what, what's going to be a, a good name for the ship? Because they wanted to rename it because um, these guys, they bought it from, called it the U-1. And then, you know, you see all these, I'm assuming these are more hanging lights. At first I thought they were like fireworks, but either way, I, I guess. But it shows that they're at this thing called Festival of the Lost Light. Or the Festival of Lost Light, I should say. So that's how they they got their name. Um, back in modern times, uh, it shows everyone on board the Rod Pod. Ironically, like, Rodimus isn't on the Rod Pod, which I think, like, that kind of trips me out a little bit. Like, Megatron's on it, so that may have been where the hostility was coming from. But, let's see, we have, I'm trying to get to a list of, uh, all the people that are on the Rod Pod. Here we go. We got Megatron, uh, our, our, uh, mascot crosscut. Skids, Gears, Blaster, Getaway, Nautica, Ammo, Huffer, Chrome Dome, Swerve, uh, Hoist, Nightbeat, Riptide, Tailgate, and Dipstick. Anybody remember that guy from Last Stand of the Wreckers? Yeah, and he was the guy who, was the guy who the new recruits almost blew up. <laughs> yeah, and he was just like, you think you guys are coming back? That's cute. Uh, and Cyclonus, Hound, Ratchet, and Highbrow. So a lot of, a lot of people who haven't had very much... Um, screen time but uh they're they're kind of all in a panic trying to figure everything out uh and then the lights flicker 
And Crosscut disappears. No, that's our guy. And at that point, Tailgate tells everyone not to panic. Got this. And he's got this little this little pistol, this little Nerf gun pointed on Megatron. And uh, let's see. He was telling me, he's like, I'm not afraid to use this. He was like, well, if you got that thing pointed at me, you better. And that's whenever Megatron draws on him. And then... Let's see, Riptide draws on Megatron, so you got a like good Mexican standoff thing going on here, and Cyclonus is trying to get in the middle and uh, keep everyone from losing their uh, losing their cools. Uh, at which point, some more cools are lost, and you know they spot Ravage, who we saw in the last issue, but he was kind of in hiding, uh, revealed himself rather, and it looks like Hound pointed him out. Uh, at that point, the uh, is this when the lights flicker again? Uh, yeah, they flicker right after, uh, oh. and Swerve have their little exchange. Right, and so not only, um, not only did they lose one, but it looks like they lost six. So now we've got Megatron, Skids, Getaway, Nautica, Ammo, Swerve, Hoist, Nightbeat, Riptide, Tailgate, Dipstick, Cyclonus, and Ratchet. <sighs> People are just mysterious appearing, man. Stuff's getting a little out of hand. So the Nightbeat goes to, uh, like, trying to figure stuff out. Uh, so he's trying to, like, draw some parallels between, like, the people that are disappearing and the people that are still left behind. He's like, alright, so who was forged and who was cold constructed? And some people took offense. And uh, some people were just like, well, whatever, you know, I was constructed cold. Uh, so that kind of, you know, shoots your theory down. Uh, because some people that were left behind were forged, so that was a uh, that was pretty cool. And let's see, then the lights. I believe the lights. No, no, no. The lights don't flicker yet. <clears throat> but uh, we get kind of an update as to who was constructed cold and who was forged. Which uh, it's it's a it's a page, right? It takes up a page, so. Um, well, we also, uh, we also get a little insight into uh, MTOs made to order Cybertron- Cybertronians. That's right, because wasn't Getaway an MTO? Uh, yeah, and actually the... Was it second page? The second, like, crew page, or... Okay, it would be yeah. the, third, the third crew page. They uh, list everybody's... Uh, designation, whether they were forged or constructed cold, with the exception of Megatron, who refuses to divulge such information. Because Which I think we'll find out more on that later. Uh, Maybe. Yes, there, 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 there is a plot point around that later on in the series, which we'll definitely visit at a later time. Oh, but, yeah. uh, but uh, it's it's pretty interesting that. Uh, a lot of the made-to-order uh, bots were created specifically in response to uh, battles. So um, they actually they actually touch on if Megatron hadn't started the war that a lot of Cybertronians uh, would have been created. They actually, in a twisted way, owe their lives to Megatron. <laughs> Including Getaway. Getaway's his life to Megatron the most, and I feel that's that's very important to point out at this yep. point in time. 
So and like if I if I recall correctly, I think Getaway uh, mentioned like what his full name uh, was. You know, because like they they you know they gave them. I think they just kind of gave them names, but they were like of you know whatever particular battle they they were in. So uh, Getaway's right. like full name is Getaway of the Corcapsia Incursion. So, I don't know how to me, but sure. I that's think that. that's how you. I think it's, how you it's it. actually right here. They say it. Um, the page before everyone starts talking about uh, what their, their quote unquote last names are. Um, <laughs> I love I love Dipstick uh, because this is stick of Operation Doom Patrol. <laughs> so fitting. You can tell he's super he's just burying his face in his hands. Let's see. I noticed there's a lot of that kind of going on in this issue. Like, like Riptide, you know, is kind of like sort of in the same boat. And Nightbeat's pretty been out of shape about all this. And, like, well, I mean, they're, they're all kind of been out of shape. Like, everyone's trying to figure out what all's going on. Um, Nightbeat's trying to think of another kind of common you know thing that maybe some of these people have in common and then the lights flicker again and we're left with one two three four five six we're left with eight so even more disappearing among those disappearing though was cyclonus and uh tailgate of course being you know panic button kind of a uh, kind of free where he was going you know where he went and Nightbeak's just trying, like, he's just examining the sword because the great sword was left behind, uh, which I think is important to um, kind of solving the mystery, like, why out of everything was the sword left behind? Uh, but, of course, we'll get to that uh, later. Then we see a gigantic eyeball, and it's a very large Verity Carlo uh, because Ultra Magnus is projecting his Hollow Matter avatar into the Rod Pod, and he's saying, well, I'm, I'm pretty much pretty much it like you know i'm all that's left on this shuttle all the other shuttles have disappeared and uh then magnus starts to disappear so spiros moment of silence for your boy <laughs> um definitely uh but it's there's there's a interesting uh well not interesting i guess it's just it's a cool little uh homage to um some artwork from, i want to say um not infiltration. Uh, what was it? What was the one after infiltration? Was that escalation or? Uh, infiltration. Yeah, I think it was escalation, and then after that came devastation. Yeah, sounds about right. But um, yeah, there's a uh, there's a panel in infiltration or uh, escalation where uh, Verity was looking up at Megatron, and uh, the roles are kind of reversed here. With Megatron look at a giant Verity, so it's a cool little nod. Yeah, that is pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's see. Looks like Nightbeat is trying to figure out some more um, kind of common things going on here. Uh, so he's 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 checking out like everyone's, I guess, like anything that they may have, you know done, you know, or any kind of special gifts, or, you know, what they did prior to the war and all that, so 
just just to point out a couple like Skids being an outlier, uh, Nautica is like a possible outlier, Chrome Dome and Nemo Surgeon, uh, Swear Spark type Ferrum positive. So uh, you're right. The, the they all have different spark types, uh, kind of like blood types, so to speak. Yeah. So you know you have like Nightbeat is isomeric positive. Um, so and I mean it's cool because like despite the terrible terrible art, which I mean I I didn't like. Do you want to uh, like the art in this no, particular issue? It's so like, uh, what's his name? Tilo, Tilio, uh, Tilio Um, his art is just so generic. Like it's the same body type with you know, like uh, kibble, different heads or different kibble. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you know, like everybody has like the same you know proportions and like even Tailgate, who you know he's got like some of the wonkiest proportions with like. His big torso and then his tiny legs and uh, you know his his like his fucking adorable pretty, legs. Yeah, like they're like this. There's this one. There's this one page right here. Um, is it with which, him staring out the window? No, it has um, it has hoist skids, riptide, and I think it's ammo. Uh, like. They're all just standing there, and they all just look alike. And, I mean, it's just, I mean, it, it's the, the, when, when Milne's not doing the art, it's jarring to me. So, and, yeah, I mean, I probably couldn't do any better, but that's why I'm a critic and not a creator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. I mean, yeah, I, you know, I'm kind of right there with you. Like, it, it's not, I don't think bad as, um, God, who was, who was the, the artist on R.I.D. during the Dark Cybertron stuff? Like, uh, you weren't, you weren't there that, that it was Rojo. Oh, this is, oh, this, okay, so this is the same, like, that drew, like, Prowl's ridiculous little bitty, uh, Starscream with his reflector helmet. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like this isn't as bad. Like, I can... I, now that you mention it, I can kind of see it in, like, Ratchet's horns. But it's not as bad as... Um, it's not as bad as, like, the way he drew Prowl. Like, the way he drew Prowl was just... Just awful. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, look at Megatron. Like, his helmet is round at the top, and then... What would be the front with any other artist is like kind of a crown ridge kind of thing going on. Yeah. And uh, I mean, not a fan. Just throwing it out there. Um, also, uh, before we move on from this issue, because we're coming up a bit into the issue before the series is resolved, but um, in the flashback when Drift pipes in, uh, I almost called him dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, ripped off. You're not wrong, though. You're not, you're definitely not wrong. Yeah, when when uh, Drift uh, and Riptide are getting the lost light, uh, what should I call it? Uh, Pipes is saying something, and Drift says, "Seriously, Pipes, don't make me put my foot down." And it's just like, 
Oh. With just how right? passive drift has been, it seems. At least, well, especially no, it's, like at that time. It's just oh. right in the. It's right in the fields because. The oh my God. Overlord, 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 Overlord stomped him to death. It just, it just hit me. Oh my God. It's just, it's just like, it's like, really, really, James. Oh. Like it, it's bad. It's bad enough you took pipes away from us, but then you have to just pour salt in the wound. That is some super clever writing. <laughs> okay, seriously, while I'm on my super critical art tear, um, the the panel where Ravage is revealed, like, yeah. doesn't like a jaguar. Looks like no, it, it looks like a, looks, dog? Like a I mean, dog? kinda. Now that you mentioned, like, maybe maybe that was maybe that was intentional. Maybe we're not giving this artist enough credit. Nah, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna concede that point. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, there's there's a lot of world building in this issue, which I like, like the the hand speak stuff and uh, the MTOs uh, and like, and then we even. Like, the, the the spark type, you know, thing kind of going on. It 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 delves more into like that Cybertronian biology, which that's something that I that I like. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's just you know, like because so many for so many years, it's just been bad bad Decepticons versus good Autobots, and there's never been anything past that. And you know, now we have different methods of construction, different sparks, and yeah. You know, like it's kind of funny because the MTOs, um, uh, and I might be off base here. Like in season two of the G1 cartoon, you just had people randomly showing up, like new characters. So like the MTOs <laughs> shooting their guns, saying their name, and leaving. Right, and then like MTOs, you know, they're just made for specific battles. So uh, I don't know. I, I drew. A- parallel there but it might have just been you know in my own twisted mind, so right um so to kind of i guess wrap up the mystery uh not only are we kind of checking out uh, cyclonus sword but uh night was kind of wondering why ratchet left his hands behind and why they were blue so then they were like well those aren't ratchet's hands those are actually pharma's uh you know, he took them from him. And then, let's see, Nightbeat asked, I think Nightbeat started asking, um, or did, let's see. Well, Nightbeat, yeah. Nightbeat, Nightbeat takes note that Riftide wasn't on the Lost Light prior to their return uh, to Cybertron for the Dark Cybertron event. So, yeah. And then Riptide tells the story about how he how he gets shit beat out of him at Festival yeah. of the Lost of the Lost Light, and then whenever Nightbeat starts smiling and laughing, then uh, Getaway was like, "And the joke is," um, and that's whenever Nightbeat kind of kind of points it out. Um, he's just like, "All right, I did." And Megatron, you know, being the the bundle of joy that he is, he's like, "Well, you failed." And Nightbeat was like, "What?" He's like, uh, you solved the mystery, but only after everyone was taken. You were too slow uh, to save them. And 
you know, Nightbeat, like, he doesn't, like, he doesn't deal that way, he doesn't process that way, he's all about, uh, he's all about that mystery. It's so. all about Right. Absolutely. Uh, but oh, uh, we, we, really, oh, go ahead. Really quick before I right, uh, before we move on, um, the the education that MTOs get, like the quick ten step, like I think it started out as a twelve step program, and then as the war escalated, they like lessened the steps to where it was like a ten step program. Where they, you know, they were they received critical information, you know, and then a series of tests to make sure they were world ready. And um, this is how you like, This is how you shoot. This is how you fuck. Like, and then that's it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I like how like Riptide is basically painted out to be like an idiot. Like he was one of the later MTOs, so he got like the least uh, steps. <laughs> Oh man, poor Riptide, poor or, or as you say, uh, poor dipshit. Right. <laughs> so uh, they find out that the the common denominator uh, between the people that are disappearing and the people that were left behind is that uh, those disappearing were on the Lost Light before they, or the the first time they left before they came back for Dark Cybertron, and those that did not disappear showed up at you know a later time. They weren't a, a part of that initial, you know, crew. Uh, they were either stragglers that were picked up along the way or that joined after the Dark Cybertron event. So <clears throat> they find the Lost Light, which has now reappeared, uh, but it is torn to complete shit and shambles. Um, and they made the note that they, they were not the first to arrive. Uh, so the Lost Light has definitely taken quite a beating. looks like it's cut in half and missing some pieces and some parts. Which um, which we find out a little more about in issue thirty-two, which is the next uh, one. Oh, and uh, really quick, something um, that not a lot of people would pick up on, uh, unless they lived in New York, they followed James Roberts uh, closely on Twitter. Uh, the location of the, um, I guess what we call the Lost Light Two, the uh, the broken, fucked up Lost Light. Uh, uh, Ofsted 14. Uh, it's actually a reference to um, something in the UK uh, called the. Where is it? I just saw it. Um, sorry, I'm looking it up as we're talking. The Office of Student Education Children's Services. Um, and they actually talk about it like lecture worlds and stuff. Like that. And uh, Cyclonus makes a. Uh, I comment because uh, Highbrow talks about tuition fees and curriculum, and uh, he says the commodification of knowledge I find offensive. Uh, so it was kind of like that, um, you know, how education is something that you know uh, they're trying to make unaccessible to lower class or poor people. So James Roberts uh, always likes to sprinkle his uh, personal politics into the comedy. That was a that's an interesting little side note for uh, our listeners. Nice. It sounds like a, like taking a pop. Basically, basically just telling the truth. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, issue thirty-two starts out 
Um, I believe this is this is Milne is back on this, so the artwork is a lot more acceptable by all of our standards. Up to par. Um, yeah. So all this like red gunk, and we'll talk about that shortly. But just just know there's all this like red gunk kind of flying around. Uh, they made mention that the hull integrity was like still intact. I guess because the the outer shields were still the quantum shield generator or whatever. Uh, was was still working. I don't know something in science, and so they all decide to uh, make a trip to uh, this this kind of new lost light. Also, I should probably have mentioned that you know that particular rod pod was not the one that was on the first lost light. It was the, the rebuilt one because the the original one, I believe, it got destroyed during Dark Cybertron during that whole arc, or it just got damaged or whatever. So that's yeah, the no, only okay. reason that one stuck around. Also, uh, yeah, the um, our, our fearless crew that has survived the uh, disappearance uh, surmised that it's a lost light from the future because they uh, they think that future Rodimus was often. Yeah. Um, so they 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 get out and they're they're checking out the lost light and then they see. A lot of dead bodies, like very brutally beaten up and and destroyed bodies. Uh, but but before that, they land. <laughs> Sorry, you're, oh, you're going to hate me. Um, no, no. But before that, they landed into uh, on the lost light was swerves, but uh, oh shit, yeah, I forgot. Things, things are quite a mess because it doesn't look like swerves. And they uh, come, they find a uh, they find a poster, our buddy Crosscut, um, for a new play that he's written called Information Creep. Yay! Which, uh, fucking fucking around with plots for uh, for Crosscut. All right, good deal. And I like uh, I like that. Is in here where they say like his. Uh, his other play, like, My Shovel Your Face. <laughs> I don't Cause... know, I don't know if it's in this issue. Yeah, but the, and the, the poster for Information Creep uh, shows Crosscut holding a shovel. Which, I think, I think was, I think was a big, uh, a big miss on Dr. Wu's part for, uh... I know! Giving us a shovel accessory for, uh, Generations Crosscut. You know, I'm sure, like, you know how, like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, like, you know, with, with, like, 3D printing, like, 3D, like, programs for that. Like, there's a lot of just designs, like, free designs that people throw out there. I'm sure sure someone could just take a design of a shovel and just scale down or scale it up to that. Yeah. You know, I think I'm going to yeah, try that out. I'm sure, I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure if you dive deep enough on Shapeways, you can find a shovel for Crosscut. Yeah, find find one that would be good for, uh, like, 6-inch Marvel Legends figures or something like that. I think it'd, yeah, I think it'd be solid. So... Oh, one uh, thing. By the by, one is it's my job to uh, constantly uh, keep the uh, keep the show from progressing forward. Is um, <laughs> there's a uh, there's a panel where Getaway is talking to Riptide. And it's like, did you did you touch that or did you do that on purpose? Like onto the uh, the red goo that's um, ensnaring the future Lost Light, and Riptide's like, no, why would I do? Yeah, on purpose. 
And Getaway's like, because he's just one of those don't push the button types. Don't push the button? Why not? Presses button, boom. <laughs> Dude, this was when Getaway was such a lovable character. You know, yeah. bomb. Uh, such. He, was, he, he, he was a badass in Dark. He was he was a badass uh, during the the Tyrus thing too. Yeah, he was like he was he was. Hey, Walter, your uh, your mic, uh, you sound very distant and quiet. So just want to let you know that I'm right here. Can you guys hear me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're good. Man. Okay, uh, Getaway as a character reference from back in the Marvel was a badass, and technically he has no known weaknesses. Yeah, I mean, he was kind of, they, they kind of dubbed him the escape artist, didn't they? And he was part of the Autobot, uh... Power Masters. Well, no, 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 um, in, in, in this, in this universe, he's, he's part of, like, the, the special ops group that Prowl put together. Yeah. Know, post, post records, so... But, uh, fighting skills are all... Yeah, I'll say, like, I'll say, like, this, he's badass. see um some okay so after after the uh the the event at swerves um they they're kind of going and, and still kind of checking out things and let's see they oh ravage uh a, a, a clinic and smelling things and he finds uh well before before we get to ravage findings okay stuff, um, there was a, there was an interaction with Ravage and Nautica, I believe this was, oh, yeah. and it's fucking Nautica, she's just like, like, um, someone said, you know, Megatron, I don't think, uh, I don't think people like your, your new friend, you know, talking about how Ravage attacked them, you know, on the Rod Pod in the last issue, and Nautica just kind of kneels down and starts rubbing Ravage's heads, and maybe she was just scared, is that right, Puppet? So I thought that shit was hilarious, and Ravage was not right. having it. Did you say Ravage? Yeah, yeah, that's well, what Nautica said. Nautica's, Nautica's not being a good, uh, you know, 2015, 2016 uh, person. She's assuming Ravage's gender, so shame, shame on her for that. I guess that's why she got triggered and took a swipe at her face. Well, that and she called him a pet, and. You know, with some of that, some of that uh, Ravage backstory that we got, you know, pre-Dark Cybertron, I don't think he likes that shit too much. And that's where Megatron was like, ha, Ravage isn't a pet. And Skid is <laughs> like, that's right, he's the enemy. So, but I just thought it was hilarious, because Nautica, just like, you know, here we go, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be that pre-2015 guy. Just like most chicks, they love cats. That's just all there is to it. Not saying guys don't love cats, I like cats. But, you know, and it's like puppies, too. Like, you know, you want to, you always want to pet them. Every time I'm walking, like, you know, or I'm in, I'm in a public spot and someone's got their, their pet, as long as it's not a service dog, because that shit's kind of, you know, you don't really want to, like, fucking mess with a service dog. Uh, but just, like, pet pets, I'm just like, I'm just like, hey, puppy, hey, kitty, you know, whatever. I like to talk to them. So, you know, uh, I, I want to say something right quick. Pretty good, because even through the cartoons and comics, they never... Mention it, Ravage was a male or female. Well, yeah, no, I mean, and I mean, but Megatron refers specifically 
right after Nautica's faux pas, so to speak. Uh, Megatron says he, so yeah. Know. Okay. Uh, it, it it might be the default that all Transformers uh, refer to themselves as, you know. But well, it could it could be um, you know Beast Wars could have played into that, you know, being a a Russian dude. Yeah. So. Which I do I do I do read Revage with a bit of a Russian accent because of Beast Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you yeah. gotta remember he was all free. Uh, what was it? He was granted amnesty and he retired. So. Plus they reformatted them. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. the, the reason the reason I uh, you know I bring up the the whole like he she thing. Of course, like, this was in this was I think this was still in 2014, so you know that wasn't really an issue. Um, or I mean, it, it it was probably, but I don't, I don't think not as not as big as it got you know in these recent years or whatever. But uh, you know, there's a lot of like beast war love in the UK and like Canada. Not you know, and I mean, obviously, you know here in america too but i think it's more so you know overseas and in canada just it seems that way to me for some reason i, I seem you know i feel there's a lot more beast wars fans over there so maybe you know roberts was a fan and he was like all right yeah that's it you know yeah and it's interesting like i didn't know i didn't know about beast wars popularity in the uk but i figured uh canada because i think they were acting the episodes on ytv before we were so yeah, beasties. Oh, beasties. <laughs> beasties. So, the group decides to split up. I believe um, Nightbeat and Nautica go one way, and then you got Megatron, Riptide, Ravage, Skids, and I'm sure Getaway uh, go another way. Or Getaway maybe went with Nautica and, and Nightbeat. It doesn't. Ravage sniffs out some uh, some pretty damaging things. We see Menace yeah. Ambus with a nice chunk taken out of his. Is, uh, okay, yeah, this is Getaway. It looks like it's Getaway holding him. Um, yeah. Taken out of his torso, and you see the Magnus armor with same... Looks like, you know, it would have been the same, you know, uh, blast. So right. uh, Skids, upon, like, examining it, uh, mentions that, you know, it came from a fusion cannon, so he immediately jumped to Megatron, who was already kind of suspect uh, prior, you know, prior to them actually getting on this ship. And... You know, Skids started making you know making his um his his case, and uh, Megatron. Well, you know, it, it couldn't be because after you know, after I rendered, uh, Prime made me burn it, and that's whenever you know Skids was like, well, you know, it could be, you know, it could be replaced. So, which is true. I mean, you just get a fusion cannon, I guess. They're on every corner. <laughs> right, and uh, the panel where it shows Optimus and. Uh... It looks like Jetfire is the shadow, shadowy figure in the background. Yeah. And Megatron burning the fusion cannon. It's actually a callback to uh, issue 7 when we first met the DJD. And, uh, or it might have been issue 8, uh, when Tarn is talking about Towards Peace and how uh, the war... Or no, it's it's issue 7. Um, he's saying how the war won't be over until the galaxy is so peaceful that... Uh, Megatron can't fathom the need for his fusion cannon, and uh, in the, in that issue, it showed Megatron holding his fusion cannon over uh, Sing Fool. So another another cool little nod to uh, previous issues in the series, which it shows. It also shows, in my opinion, that like Prime was uh, 
like Prime paid attention to a lot of the things that Megatron did. You know, like I'm, you know, it, I like looking at this. It, it feels to me that Prime, you know, read towards peace. Yeah, you know, that could be. And you know, the whole knowing your enemy thing too, I guess. But uh, but yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's also what I kind of gathered from it, uh, which was cool. Um, but Megatron kind of came to a stunning realization. He was like, "Yeah, I didn't even know that there was a Minimus Ambus until you just told me." So you know, he's he's starting to freak out, thinking you know that okay, this is a future version of, you know, of the Lost Light that that he was on, that he was, you know, he was co-captain of. Um, then we kind of we kind of get some some kind of character building with uh, Nightbeat and Nautica here, uh, mostly with Nightbeat being super personal, <laughs> asking about her Amica, or no, he asked about her Conjunctsendura, and I think that's whenever she explained. Uh, like what Amica and Dura is, which if I'm not like what I gathered from it was like basically a best friend. Yeah, uh, Amica and Dura. Yeah, yeah, it's it's basically like a best friend. It's not quite uh, up to Conjux and Dura. Yeah, no kissy face, but you know, <laughs> definitely hanging out a lot. Definitely hanging out a lot. Maybe a lot of awkward hugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So uh, they stumble across something uh, worth worth noting, and it's Brainstorm's briefcase. And you know, it says like the the locks are damaged, and uh, Nightbeat was like, "Well, I'm gonna open it up on the count of three. Like before he opens it up, though, you know, it shows where Megatron and Ravage are locked in a a, a store cupboard. So pretty awkward. I mean, I guess it's better than a, one of the barracks or not barracks the jail cell but uh this is where megatron and ravage have a pretty touching heart to heart and ravage finally like lashes out on him you know and he's just he's, he's pissed because he feels betrayed call it like wait a minute dakota call it like you see it. he pimp slapped him okay he slapped <laughs> this shit out of him. yeah dude he didn't use no baby powder either he, he no he he laughed the shit out of him and i'm like <laughs> uh, he 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 gives him the old one too because uh, he comes at him with the the left and then he comes at him with the right and Megatron uh, Megatron blocks that and then he grabs his left paw. So I mean, Ravage Ravage uh, makes a makes an important uh, note here. You know, he asks, he said, "Is it Shadow Play?" Uh, which is a callback to the actual Shadow Play story arc. You know, with the the Nemo surgeons and the thing that. Treppin and the council were kind of running, so very interesting there. And that's uh, that's whenever Ravage, I believe, he breaks it to, yeah, he, he tells Megatron, he's like, you know, I was I was kind of sent here basically. If you really had changed and you really weren't about this, you know, I, I, you know, I was supposed to kill you basically. And you know, that's whenever Megatron was like, you know, what. Basically, what are you guys doing? What, are, what you know? What is the Deceptic? You know, this, what is the Decepticon cause now? And Ravage, you know, tells them that they're carrying on without him, and that Galvatron has plans. And that's mm-hmm. whenever Megatron was just kind of like, "You put Galvatron in charge." Just he seems sort of uh, perplexed by it. So on, get out, get out. <laughs> he snapped. Oh, well, him. then off you go. <laughs> yeah, he snapped at him. I'm like, dude, he's like. You guys put this moron in charge? That's basically what he's saying. Well, I love I love Ravage's response. Like it also shows one like how 
spoil the Decepticons are to Megatron, and also like their you know just general cutthroat nature because he he's like the moment you tell me that this is a trick <laughs> that all that makes part of a larger plan, then Galvatron's gone. He's like he's a caretaker and understudy, nothing more. And Megatron even mentions it. He's like, ah, yes, Decepticon loyalty. I'd forgotten how toxic that. Uh, toxic it can be yeah i mean and he's he's had he's had a lot of time to kind of see you know these things and and and, you know and and how they were and all that but it was very um kind of very heartfelt exchange between megatron and and ravage you you get several Mm -hmm. panels of you know of of dialogue uh i don't want to spoil it too much for any any potential readers out there but um after, you know, they've kind of had this talk, uh, the lights turn on, and then they see that they've been sitting in a room with Ratchet, Drift, and... Hound. Oh, is it Hound? Okay. I couldn't tell because the top of his head was gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, really quick before we move on, like, Milne's facial expressions are, like, second to none. Oh, like, yeah, you can, you're right. You can, even with Ravage, like, the way he, he makes Ravage emote, like, is great. And um, going back to the panel where uh, Skids told Megatron about Minimus Ambus, like, the shocked Megatron face is, like, probably my favorite face that Milne draws uh, out about Megatron. Yeah. It's it's good. It's, it's more than just a frowny face or smirking evil face that we've kind of gotten out of all Megatrons prior to, um, or 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 his damn Joker face that like <laughs> yeah MP six uh, gave us dude you know speaking of just to kind of get off on a tangent because we're good at that um, are there any like MP scale like reflectors like for for, for like the thirty uh, six not 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 you know I don't oh, know the big one camera um I want to say that May toys came with uh like. Like a prop reflector, but don't quote me on that because uh, I'm not really into the MP game, so I don't really pay attention to them outside of you know acknowledging they exist and who makes them. Right. Uh, and, see, and see, I'm not uh, either. It's just you know I bought MP Megatron because uh, you know I like Megatron, and you know he has that face, and I want I want to be able to pose him with that reflector camera. You know. Yeah, doing. Um, the All Hill Megatron cover, the Killing yeah. Joke. There's a lot. Of, um, there's a lot of DC hey. cover homages in in the IDW Transformers. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, um, given that Transformers was a Marvel property back in the day. But right. um, hey, really quick, um, I don't know if we've talked about this in shows that I missed uh, because um, I'm terrible about going back and listening to shows. Uh, but did we ever talk about, like, voices we hear when we read the comics? Yes. I think, I, I, uh, I know, I know me and Walter did, but I don't think you were there. No, he wasn't there, but want to know something? Uh, um, oh, what was I about to say? I, you did it for Marvel, but not for IDW? No, no. Because with Marvel, you know, back in the day, um, uh, for Marvel... When I was just getting into Transformers, I would read the issues over and over again. You know what I'm saying? And until I was waiting for that next issue to come on out. Yeah. You know? 
because <laughs> what we saw in the cartoon, they had uh, red eyes. In the comic book, they had yellow eyes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I think based based off that, a lot of that had to deal with uh, the toys, this and that, you know, until... What changed it to where, where they went to finally went to Red Eyes? Was it the movies that changed it? Yeah, the movies. Yeah, they probably. Said, yeah, they just said screw it, we're gonna go to Red Eyes. But, well, you know what? Um, or was it? Or was it G two? Generation two did. They yeah. changed because when Mega became uh, Tank. Yeah, I was gonna say. I remember. I remember. You know, I've got. I've got those four issues. Of the G.I. Joe book, never Cobra Commander rebuilt him. And I remember him having red eyes uh, in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they gave- well, it's it's funny because like, I I was an avid G.I. Joe comic reader uh, back in the day. Oh, especially the uh, Hammer Run? Yeah, I mean, just like, because I was, I, like, I, I was a Transformers Marvel G1 reader, like, since they continued it past the cartoon. And uh, I was also a huge G.I. Joe fan. So when, like, Megatron showed up in G.I. Joe, because, I mean, this was this was before the internet or anything, so, like, there was no, you know, previews or anything like that, or, you know, like, there's no message board, so nothing got spoiled. Like, that was a genuine, like, oh, fuck moment for me when you, you saw Megatron's, like, uh, tattered, you know, dist- like wrecked body, attacking the Cobra Strahd. Right, that was a, yeah, that was Destro's castle. Yeah, yeah. He he confused actually, it. He confused the shape shifting of the castle to uh to an actual oh, right. another transformer. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, yeah, because Destro Destro being you know the uh, the Renaissance man and the, you know so far ahead of his time was like. Oh yeah, shape shifting castles. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, and that was that was also a very interesting time for for just GI Joe storytelling in general because you had you know Destro and were kind of on the run from Cobra Commander. You had Scarlet, you know, kind of being a basically being a, a an implant, you know, into the the Cobra thing going on there. You know, for, right. for the whole Ninja Force thing, she she left. You know, Snake Eyes super pissed off and. Uh, you know, like Snake Eyes had to believe it, and it was all done. Like it was all a, a kind of ploy by was it General Hawk and Duke, I think. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah, it's like yeah, she was so deep undercover, like they didn't even let Snake Eyes know that. Like, and didn't Snake didn't Snake Eyes like stab Scarlet? Yeah, yeah. He oh yeah, her. He yeah. Her. You know, which which kind of you know took any doubts that I think they, they would have had that, that, you know, Cobra did have and kind of put them to rest, which I think it was Slice, either Slice or Dice or Slice and Dice, they still kind of had their, you know, their their suspicions and then, you know, whenever whenever you know the rest of the Autobots showed up and all that, um, I think that's whenever Scarlet, you know, officially blew her cover and got Dr. Biggles Jones out of there and the rest yeah. is history. Doc Doctor Biggles Jones, which was one of the strangest names in comics to me. Sydney Biggles I'm Jones. Like, I'm like, I'm like, why the hell would you call her Biggles? Like, um, that's one of those, one of those Latverian names. 
Just but, uh, uh, just a note to our listeners: uh, we're actually experiencing a format change, and we'll be uh, doing a GI Joe podcast uh, going forward. We'll just alternate between between GI Joe and, <laughs> and Transformers. Oh man! I, if you know, eventually I do. I do want to. Whenever we finally get caught up and we're on like the Lost Light and the Optimus Prime issues, I do want to kind of talk a little bit about that um, bad Crown Jewel comic, uh, just because Skywarp's in it. You know, but we'll get there when we get there, I guess. Wait, which one? Uh, the 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 GI Joe, like not a real American hero. It's just they they call it the crown. I call it the Crown Joe, uh, the Jewel GI Joe, because it's got Crown Jewel of the Hasbro universe written all over every cover. Oh, okay, 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 okay. But um, I mean, there's there's not too much Transformers related going on there, but you know, since since all these books kind of sort of like tie in a little closer, whenever we do get to that point, you know, we'll we'll, we'll make some some note of of what happens, uh, you know, there with with that and like revolutionaries and mask and all that. So yeah. Um, but in this room, uh, back to <laughs> issue thirty-two. Back to uh, the present. <laughs> Yeah, um, oh, no, 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 you said you were going to talk about, like, you know, asking, like, what voices. Oh, um, yeah, okay, so while we're, uh, while we're off on our tangent, um, like, for Autobot Megatron, like, I never read him as, like, G1 Megatron's voice. Uh, I almost read it as a, um, like, I hear a softer animated Megatron voice, like the Corey Burton Megatron. Uh, just because, like, he, like, got this regal sound to him, you know, in animated, and, uh, it's just, like, it's so well-spoken, and the way that Roberts writes him, like, I hear, I hear it more in that than in the raspy Frank Welker G1 voice, because, like, the raspy Frank Welker G1 voice doesn't say stoic to me, it says... It says more like cartoon villain. So I mean that's that's one thing. I mean you know whether you read it like that or not. You know I couldn't care less because uh, I'm me. But <laughs> um, you know, I'll, I'll be I'll be honest. Um, I don't re- I don't read him as G1 Megatron either. If you remember, like at the end of uh, the 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 Beast Hunters movie, which was like the the end end of of, uh, of Transformers Prime, like the whole end of that. After Megatron came to that realization that, you know, uh, of what it's like to be, you know, essentially a slave, a slave how he kind of, it was, it was, it was a softened voice, but it was, it was still that Welker voice, and that, that's how I read it. Hmm. You know, I read it as, I, full, I, 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 oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, full, full disclosure, um, I haven't seen Transformers Prime's past, like, episode five. It's, so, oh man, it's 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 a good series. Like I'm sure you've heard that enough, but you know, whenever yeah. you get the spare time, worth a watch. But it, you know, whenever you do get to that kind of, I think it was called I don't know, what, I don't know, if it was Predacon Rising. It was it was something. Yeah. It was just the the Beast Hunters movie. It was called Predacon Rising. It was, it was oh. Predacon Rising. I I was I, I'm cognizant of that much of the uh, okay series. Yeah, um, just well, whenever you get to that, the end of it, just um, like yeah. that that kind of speaking voice that he had. So really quick, uh, while or you know, I'll save I'll save this question for later because I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, so, um, with some dead bots in a room with two Decepticons or one former Decepticon. Yeah, 
Um, let's see. It looks like we've got some drill holes in Ratchet's uh, Ratchet's face. Yeah. And you know, Ravage was like, "Well, what happened here?" And that's whenever Megatron was like, "Well, maybe they can tell us." And you know, Megatron has a lot of talents, and uh, you know, being a uh, you know performing autopsies is, is just one of those many talents. You know, being being he, he was great. Active. Yeah, and uh, Ravage was like, well, they're dead, they can't speak, and he was like, yeah, but their mouths can still move, and it looks like he pulls out a brain module, and, uh, you know, back to that kind of, the way Alex said about Megatron, you know, with the, like, Megatron himself is blacked out, you can see his eyes, but it's it kind of adds to the gravity of, of the situation of him holding this brain module with all this pink shit coming off of it, and, you know, Ravage kind of repeatedly asked him, uh, you know, who did this, and, you know, Megatron paused, and that's when he said the biggest monsters of all. Uh, back to that, we got uh, Nightbeat thinking about opening the uh, the briefcase, and yeah, I think uh, Nautica, anyways, Nautica took her little wrench to it and looked at it, but it was it was empty, it was completely empty. But uh, for what it's worth, he does uh, hold on to it. Then we see poor Tailgate, who uh, looked like he had a rod th- thrown through him. Yeah. Um, uh, one thing, uh, because I must interrupt, uh, uh, it is one of my favorite pages in this comic, only because the subtlety of the background, because when people, I mean, when I first read it, I was confused with the, um, the disjointed conversation, but if, yeah, if you look at the numbers, if you look at the numbers of the elevator, uh, it kind of clues you in on to what, uh, what the nature of the briefcase is. Yeah, it really does. Because I remember my first time reading it, like, whenever whenever I saw that, I, uh, like, I ended up actually reading it in order, because, you know, you've got two through six, or is, is it one, yeah, you got one through six. But it's like, the order it's presented is like six, one, three, four, five, and two. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, which is very interesting, uh, but like you said, we'll uh, we'll get to it when we get to it. But I, I honestly, I thought it was an error. Um, whenever whenever I was reading it, I was like, dude, my did my page get like fucked up when it was printed or something? But very clever indeed. Also, also of note for any readers who uh, want to know the order of reading those panels uh, in case you just want to get the uh, flow of the conversation, they are uh, going down. So, so you would read it uh, from six to one chronologically. You know, that makes more sense to you. Yeah, because I actually, I just read it one through six, and I'm like, wait a minute, and then I like flip back to the earlier page, and they started on level eight. So they're actually going down. So okay. See, yeah, man. Whenever I was, whenever I was reading it, I like, I remember just being like, "Well, fuck this. I don't care what they're talking about," because uh, it did confuse the shit out of me. Like, that was way, way too over my head. Like the first time around, I was like, "Nope, can't handle it. Can't do it. Too dumb. I'm too dumb." Like stupid British impact. <laughs> like. Oi, Seriously, tea, man. Tea and crumpets. I'm gonna speak backwards. <laughs> right. Um, we also see here where uh, Nautica and Nightbeat find Overlord's body, but not uh, his head. <laughs> so, 
and he's still he's still in the uh in the slow mo chamber as as I call it. Um, but uh, we also get this, we also get a really good look at uh Galt mode, which looks super familiar. It's very Rodimus like. You know, I wonder I wonder I wonder if some enterprising third party might uh, might remold their Rodimus toy into a getaway. One one that is actually kind of fond of remolding at that. Yes. So one one that gets an awful lot of hate on a certain podcast <laughs> on the Cool Network. Shot oh, fire. Come on. Shots fired. <laughs> Get down. <laughs> Who's hate? Ah, uh, no, it's nothing. It's, yeah, it's just a. Yeah. It, I don't. I, just a, I don't want to have to, to have to edit stuff out. So so, just... Thank you, thank you so much. Okay, I'll ask after the cast. Yeah, no, no, it's 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 nothing like that serious. But uh, okay. this is whenever uh, Megatron lets everyone know the startling real, uh, realization that he's made, or revelation that he's made, that uh, everyone on board was killed by the Decepticon Justice Division, and we get a very uh, very cool picture of Tarn with a chainsaw just sawing away at Overlord's head with the rest of the DJD kind of behind him, like, looking on. And you know how much Tarn loved Overlord. Yeah. Uh, big, big fan of that kill. Like, he, he was he was, he was was willing to leave the, uh, like, Misfire and, and the, the Scavengers uh, behind to, to chase that kill. And we kind of start to start, you know, piecing things together, like, whenever, whenever he left, uh, oh. you know, as to... I also love the uh, Thunderclash font for the Decepticon Justice Division. Oh yeah, it's like I, I don't know, there's something about the the lettering and just like the, it, the big blow up, the, like bold. Yeah, like if it, if this were if this were animated, you know, Megatron would be talking, and then it would be like it would flash to this, you know, this beautifully drawn, you know, flashback panel, and then it, like, there'd be music playing after he says, the Deceptic Justice Division. I like to think it would be, like, a bunch of, uh, a bunch of, like, a, like, wah pedal guitar music, like, some porn music. (laughs) That, to me, that's, that's what Um, it is. I, I like to, I don't like to just do voices. I, I'm, I'm kind of like you, I like to do tracks, like, the sounds of things that are kind of going on. But that's just me, like some some of that uh some of that like old like seventies action, you know, wah, 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 you know that kind of stuff. <laughs> oh, I was going in a complete direction. Like, oh it was yeah, you were be, going for some dynamic like. It was like an, op- an operatic like chorus as like Tarn is chainsawing the, off the Imperian Suite. I don't know if you guys have, have heard it. There's someone on YouTube uh, that has. Uh, now I, I don't know if, if that particular, you know, thing like existed pre, you know, before this, but someone on YouTube has like put together like essentially what what they think that the Imperian Suite would sound like, and it it does it sounds like super fucking scary, uh, and it does sound really cool. If, if I can remember, like I'll include it in the show notes because I'll go and look it up after we get done recording, um, but like just just to kind of check it out to like to you know kind of hear what you know what the DJD uh, listens to when they're torturing and. Uh, killing people, and also I believe Magnus uh, was a fan of it as well. Yeah, because yeah, uh, sort of mentions it was one of his favorite pieces of music when he's uh, on the operating table under the death clock. Right. So, 
But yeah, that's that's it. I think the only thing that this whole like big Decepticon Justice Division thing is missing is a little trademark logo. Just, just put that right yeah. at the end. I think that would be. Uh, I thought that would have been funny. Would have been a nice inclusion. You know what? Gone with their music and it would go perfect. But for them to be a DOJ, the Imperial March, how fucked up would that be? That that would be <laughs> yeah. fucked up or instant instant destruction. Yeah. Oh, you talk about um. Yeah, uh, the Vince DiCola. Yeah, yeah. I... That was the sky. <laughs> so everyone starts kind of imagining, you know, what it would have been like um, to to have been been there whenever the DJD got on board, um, which was pretty scary. But then Ravage sniffs out something else, uh, the Magnus armor, and we see this little bitty red light flashing. And, you know, then we see, like, Megatron's kind of peering in, and you see this, this kind of red haze over the, the next panel, and you see the letters REC, which often stands for recording, and then Megatron's like, well, 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 look what we got here, talking about, and then he's, he's, he, then he kind of throws some shade onto Tarn, he's like, looks like Tarn's getting a little sloppy, so. <laughs> so, I like how Megatron sounds like Turner Head. Um <laughs> Yeah. Like, whoa, it's getting a little sloppy. Dude, um, that, that guy's so fun to drink with. But uh, go ahead. Uh, oh, um, the guy who does voice. Yeah, he, that guy's a trip. Oh man, that'd be that'd be a good time. Uh, but um, oh, that was some weird feedback. Um, no, so I'm gonna ask my question now. Uh, who or what do you hear when Tarn speaks? Ooh, good question. Because, I mean, he's he's the well-spoken, you know, super, super, uh, super, uh, what's the word, monologue, you know, monologue uh leader of the Decepticon Justice Division. Yeah, this, I... It, it's 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 like a, it's like it's like a hybrid of things that I hear. Like I know I, I you know I, I know it was either Roberts or Milne or someone's you know they they mentioned who they you know thought like in their head turned sound like and, it, and that's that's not the route that I'm going, but I could see it and you know we'll, I guess we'll talk about that after after this. But um, I I kind of think of of like a Corey Burton, but doing yeah like maybe just Megatron. Okay, but maybe maybe be. with a little mixed mixed in with shockwave with, but kind of like you know maybe even kind of with an English accent. Okay, like a little sub a little subdued animated Megatron. Yeah, that's that's kind of that's... I you know I was trying to like I was trying to like put it in my head because it's 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 not a voice it's a voice that I've heard but I don't know who and I was trying to you know compare it to you know some other stuff. But that, yeah, that's that's what I hear basically. I think because I hear. Thought about Megatron as like Corey Burton Megatron, right? Like you hear Tarn, um, I, and a lot of people on the boards have said uh, David Keith. Who Keith, uh, I thought he was Keith, Keith David. Oh jeez, don't make me look it up. Um, spawn basically spawn, go spawn from the HBO animated. Uh, um, or or Goliath from uh, Gargoyles. Or the Arbiter from Halo. Yep. 
Yeah. Um, and my answer to that question uh, is that, and it's probably because I'm a ridiculously stupid Transformers animated fan, uh, but I hear him as a uh, menacing, uh, like a, a little more edgy uh, animated Optimus, you know, because David Kay did Optimus's voice in animated. So, you know, just like, just, you know, that kind of youngish, youngish uh, voice, but like just with a little more uh, wear. Because, yeah. uh, I mean, he, he, he is the number one Megatron fanboy, so that would make sense if he's a little young. Right. Yeah, that's, that's true, too. Walter, you got a, you got a voice in mind for, um, for Tarn? Um, yeah, uh, this, um, oh, voice actor from who did Megatron Transformers Animated. Okay, so you guys, uh, you guys both are in the same uh, wavelength. I like that. We're, we're, um, going, we're going, both going on the Corey Burton thing, yeah. And the other one, be, I can picture Scott Scott McNeil doing it. Okay, I like that. that like, yeah. Well, well, well. Uh, evil, like, uh, what's his name? I don't. I I'm terrible with these old names. Um, uh, well, let's see. He did Dinobots, Silverbolt, uh, Rat Trap. Silverbolt, the wolf. Silver, the wolf. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The wolf eagle guy. The, the, uh, the, 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 the fucking experiment, yeah. The, 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 uh, the white guy who claims he's part Native American's uh, wet dream. The wolf eagle. <laughs> <laughs> God, that's true. Oh, wow. <laughs> Oh man, I'm going to hell. Um, spirited. So, um, did you say Keith David or did I say Keith David? You, yeah, you, I, you mentioned you mentioned Keith David. I win. Yep. No, no, no. You yep. said David Keith. I said Keith. Oh, oh God damn it! I lost. Okay. Oh, yes, I win. I don't, I don't know what we're winning and losing, but you 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 win a drink at Tiacon if we both go, which I don't know if I'm going. Yeah, man, that's uh it kind of it kind of bums me out because it's you know that's, that's what it's, it's about a month away, isn't? It? Yes. Yeah. Oh man, it's it's that'd be cutting it super close. Um, but have fun, to everyone who's going. Wait, you're not going? Uh, probably not. Just, just, it just a lot of it just depends. A lot of it's a lot of it's a money situation. So that, and I couldn't find anyone to carpool with. Like Deluxe says, I can I can travel in his carry on, but. I don't know how that's yeah. going to work out. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I, I kind of pinned... Because Deluxe... Uh, Deluxe is in a group chat with a bunch of other people who are located <laughs> located in, like, Wisconsin, Ohio area. Uh-huh. Uh, so, like, I'm like, Deluxe? That's a little out of the way for Deluxe to carpool. And then I was like, oh, yeah, he's down in Alabama, so... <laughs> no, he, he's in Arkansas, but close enough. Or, uh. Arkansas. <laughs> Whatever. It's, it's the fucking South. Like... <laughs> I'm such an I'm 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 such an arrogant yank. Um, <laughs> For being located in Florida. Yeah, I'm like whatever. I'm I'm like Chicago till I die. All right. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, actually, I don't know if you. No, never mind. That's logistically stupid. Like, if you drive out to Florida, yeah, and then... yeah but because like the thing is, I rent a car like I did for for Botcon, uh last year. Um. Just because, like, I don't think my O1 Camaro can make it. 
but uh, you know, but yeah, like you know, that, and that's that's honestly that's the, the the cheaper form of travel, opposed to you know spending four or five hundred dollars on airplane tickets. It's just nah. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I, I it's unlikely that I'm gonna go just based on money wise, but uh. If I do, I'm gonna try to Uber up there, like as in, dri- I'm I'm going to drive. You're literally gonna work your way up there. I'm I'm, I'm gonna work my way up the coast to nice. DC. From that's pretty smart. Yeah, that would be pretty smart. I think. Yeah, I think, but it, um, I, I don't know. Like, shout out to uh to Van to Van B. I don't want to just throw his last name out there. He lives, I think, in like Alabama or Mississippi. because uh, we were talking about TFCon last year. And I think he was driving up, and I, and I wasn't able to make it last year either. So I don't know. Maybe I can get in touch with him. All since I've since I've seen seen him or heard from him. So are you talking about the TFCon that came to Chicago last year? A year yeah, ago? yeah, yeah. I went to the one in 2014, yeah. the Chicago TFCon in 2014. So yeah, I was there. I was too. But um, I I really wanted to go to I really wanted to to visit DC. Like you know, it's the nation's capital and all that. So I wanted to check it out, but. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see. I mean, we'll see in a month. So Dakota, Dakota wanted to egg the white house. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's supposed to be a surprise. So when is Hascon? What the, who came up here with that damn thing? Two two or two or three weeks away. And apparently they're getting desperate, but I mean, that's, that's neither here nor there, I guess. Um, are you talking about the Groupon deal for like 50? Yes. Like, even out of all, like, the clearance box sets and shit from the previous license holder, like, never not once did they clearance out the stuff before the convention. Like, I don't know, man. It's just not a good sign. I don't, no. think, the, I don't think the bean counters are going to be too heavy. It seems like counters are putting on this convention more than, you know, than anyone else. But either way... If, if if not TFCon USA this year, uh, the next year. There's, there's there's two other like shows that uh, that for sure want to try to make, but you know we'll see. Well, you're hearing it first. There are audience and you're hearing it from me. TFCon will return back to Chicago. Oh man, I have no doubt they'll they'll uh, they'll it'll be in Chicago every other year. It makes sense, you know. But um, have it down in Orlando. <laughs> Dude, Orlando would be way more doable for me too. That's only, I think it's only like ten hours. Maybe not even that. I don't know. It's been a while since I've uh, driven to Florida. So either way, I think I think I made it to uh, I think I made it to Shreveport in like ten hours when I drove from Tampa a couple of years ago. Holy shit! I didn't even know you visited. Yeah, I mean this was before I knew you existed. So yeah. you know, no fad. Well, I mean, she hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next if 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 I ever make my way out there, I will definitely hit you up, and we'll go, uh, you know, do some meth and get drunk. Do, do some <laughs> meth, yeah, eat some, eat some, eat some crawfish, and get wasted. That's all, that's all there is to do here. Get some, get some of that quality bathtub crank. Oof, get some of that fucking bath salt. <laughs> but um, or no, you would have to bring the bath salt, wouldn't you? Because that's. Didn't that shit happen in Florida a couple of years ago? Yeah, it happened. It happened in Miami. Yeah. So, oh, but uh, enough about drugs and, and more about Nightbeat. Um, so Nightbeat, you know, Nightbeat's like everyone's trying to make up, you know, up from down from from all this. Um, you know, they're they're sort of like 
giving poor rewind the ringer uh as to you know like what what happened what you you know what went on tell us about it this and night beats you know trying to figure out he's like well you know we thought this was the lost light from the future but this is kind of tripping me out you know he was talking about how crosscut told us you know told him that he was still writing um his his play called information creep and um this poster they're looking at the, the poster of it from the last issue uh, he says and it opened a few weeks after the accident and that's whenever you know they kind of um talk about first accident from issue one so still kind of you know playing back on you know that that very ominous issue one ending and uh but anyway it shows the premiere is second cycle thirty eight nineteen. so it definitely like they're starting to kind of put put things together here uh from there rewind explained to them uh what you know really went down i believe he talked about like uh talked about chrome dome too um what he made chrome dome do now did have we found out why the djd were called here yet or did did i skip that on accident um hold on we haven't yet okay so it's coming up cool uh, but essentially, uh, this this explanation has to do with the uh, quantum engines and how no one understands quantum travel and quantum this and quantum that. In the Nautica, she's like okay with it, and you know she's a sponge of information. She's like, well, whenever the malfunction happened, um, there were two, you know, it, the the quantum engines narrowed down two possible outcomes, but it couldn't, you know, it couldn't separate, you know, which one it was. So it essentially chose both. And so you had double, uh, two of the lost lights, uh, one, um, you know, since, since issue two, and then this particular lost light, which explains why, like, Skids wasn't there or anything like that, and, you know, they, they talked about some of the differences that happened on this particular lost light, like, whenever they found the Spark Eater, you know, Rodimus didn't get away in time, so half, you know, that, that piece of his head that was missing, looked like it was cut off, got trapped inside, you know, the the quantum engine whenever you know it it spooled up and so he died apparently like very early on and we see drift giving him the uh the spectralist funeral which does look really cool man i want a, a freaking toy of more than me see the odd drift so bad dude shit makes me sick every time he looks so freaking cool yeah. um and you know then that's whenever uh rewind talks about uh the djd knocking on their doorstep um or is this I believe didn't didn't the um didn't the the Galactic Council kind of stop their ship in its tracks? Um, I, th- I was pretty sure like that's what or no 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 the Galactic Council never mind never mind that's... no they they showed up after the DJD but right uh, yep I'm going uh, too far ahead hey really quick going back to uh, episode. Or episode <laughs> uh, issue number two, um, the the panel where they're imagining what the DJD did. Um, I really wanted an exploding world head from somebody, uh, just based on uh, Kaon using Voss blowout world's head. Yeah, uh, which nobody ever made for me, so I'm sad. Bummer. I don't know why people hate Whirl. I think he's misunderstood. I kind of like the guy. I don't. I, uh, I don't. I don't hate him, but I love 
I love scene-specific accessories, and I guess that goes back to uh, the mech ideas um, oh, Geminis that came with twist. the... Yeah. Yeah, that came with the uh, Last Hand of the Wreckers, uh, you know, damaged head. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, give, give, give me accessories that have absolutely one use, and that's all. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, like, I'm, I'm right there with you, though. But, you know, some, some of these accessories, you know, some of these things are, you know, more, you know, every, everyone, you know, has their favorite of, of just, like, the one thing. But, um, but you know, anyways, we, we see the DJD just kind of tearing everyone apart, and this is when, uh, you know, they kind of presented um, Chrome Dome and Rewind sort of with a choice. The choice was uh, that Rewind would be spared if Chrome Dome forced himself to forget about him, or, or that, that they would spare both both of them. I can't remember, but um, basically Chrome Dome, you know, injected himself and forced him to forced himself to forget about uh to forget you know about him and rewind and that's whenever they uh they shoved his his nemo needles into his face and it looks like them off of his fingers yeah, boss, boss boss snapped off each of his needles and jammed them in his face yeah dude Voss is brutal i mean they're all brutal mm. but i feel like Voss more so but um i love them because uh i don't know i guess i'm a visual guy um i love the recording of the DJD like tearing up everybody and Tarn is leaping through the air flipping over shooting Cyclonus in the head with Voss and uh, it's very reminiscent of Optimus Prime in the uh, 86 animated movie <laughs> just, I, I can, just a lot more fucked I, up I can only imagine Tarn like transforming you know, like rolling through the lost light, transforming, flipping over, shooting Cyclonus in the head, and then you know, shooting down or mowing down like other lost lighters with Voss and him. And then transforming again, and then doing a couple of more flips and jumps, and transforming at least thirty-six times. At least, and transforming while flipping, and then transforming the land on his feet, like <laughs> exactly. I like how Riptide calls the uh, quantum foam silly string. <laughs> so, um, there there was an exchange of words between you know Skids and, and Megatron, um, but let's see who was it. It was Nautica. They were going through Brainstorm's lab, and we see Brainstorm without his faceplate, which looks very strange. Like, I, 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 you know. I don't know, just the, 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 the shit coming down from, like, below his cheek... Well, I guess where cheekbones would be into his jaw. I can see why he wears a faceplate. You know what I mean? He doesn't have a pretty face. <laughs> um, but Nightbeat was just like, uh... Well, I, th I think we know what caused the, the DJ... You know, who called the DJD? Because the Storm's faceplate has a Decepticon logo. And everyone gets pretty upset about it. And, you know, Nightbeat was like, you know you know, did you know about this? And Megatron was like, you know, no, man, that's compartmentalization. I couldn't just know about all of our, you know, undercover agents. So, uh, and he was like, for what it's worth, he's not our usual type either, which was, uh, which was funny. Also, it's also ironic that, uh, Nightbeat is upset. I thought of a traitor being in their midst. Yeah. Right. Because he, he punches the wall, and he's like, Traitor! 
Yeah, it, it it certainly. You you would think that he's a team player, right? You know, yep. all all about the the common cause. But uh, you know, whatever. Night beats a douchebag. Also, I also I also like Nautica being like in denial of Brainstorm's allegiance. Yeah, because they they were kind of hitting it off pretty good at, at the beginning of, of this story arc, or the last story arc technically. You know, he was uh, think he was kind of inventing things for. Her. He didn't he make her? Yeah, he made her. Wrench. He made her the wrench. Yep. Yeah. I also so. I also read her lines like Padme uh, from episode three when she uh, <laughs> when when she found out Anakin had turned to the dark side and it's so cheesy and then I'm just like no that's been no no that's been planted like you know. Uh, George Lucas, you couldn't direct yourself out of a paper bag if you tried. <laughs> yeah, but you know now now it's yeah. Disney, so you know everything's everything's good. Oh, the directing um, sure, certainly is better. Basically, to to summarize this last, you know, this kind of well, not last part, but the next part. Um, essentially, Nautica is like, well, I'm, you know, essentially, you know, I'm basically the only one here that knows anything about quantum engines. And but you know but I can't fit through there and, and rewinds like well I'm tiny so I can go and Megatron's like well I can you know mass displace myself so I can help you so we see uh, Tigatron shrink or we see giant Megatron regular big Megatron shrink to uh, <laughs> to rewind size I don't know how to fucking word that man like it was just it tripped me out and so they're they're opening up the quantum engines and you know it it, it was neat. And different seeing Rewind, you know, Megatron kind of, like, working together here. Just a very unusual, like, pair. Um, and that's, you know, Rewind before, you know, he's about to do this. Because he, you know, he was very, uh, kind of, he was kind of accepting of the fact that, like, he was probably not going to make it out. You know, all things considering, like, to, to get the others back. So he just, you know, he just sort of thought, well, whatever, you know, I won't, I won't remember all this, it'll be good. And he was just like, you know, so on on your lost light, are you know, he wanted to know if him and Chromedome were were still going strong, and that's whenever Megatron was just like, yeah, I mean, you guys are you know inseparable. So rewind flips the switch, and then we see a big bright ball of light, and everyone's back on the lost light, hooray! Um, looks like everyone's kind of palling it up and partying, and you got Skids and Nightbeater like. Uh, you know, tell him, you know, or what do we tell him or whatever. And, you know, you're kind of wondering, like, you know, what, what that's all about. And they tell him to, to go up, basically, like, outside on the ship or get his Magna boots on or whatever. And go, out, you know, go outside, go up top, there's someone waiting on you. That's whenever um, he sees Rewind sitting there, which was which was nice. It was, it was good to see how Rewind was going to be written back into the story. So, and then, then we get the... uh consider it the the kind of famous panel of chrome dome like being further away and then them just kind of like scooting like closer to each other so it was like oh it was an all moment you know or, or as the internet says fucking gay robot mm, mm, mm. i just liked it when it was just shooting fighting i, I liked them when they fought and cussed <laughs> <laughs> oh man Dude, it's so funny because uh, I actually I sent a uh, I sent a little short video clip to uh, a chat in, 
and uh, I was watching I was watching the '86 movie, and uh, I muted it when uh, Ironhide started talking to uh, Optimus Prime. Uh, and I, I like, I just did my own voiceover. I was like, every time I look into a monitor, Prime, my circuits, and then Shockwave like pops up on screen, or on screen, and I'm like, my fuck you, Shockwave. <laughs> <laughs> It's, that's like, accurate. That that's that's the Ironhide. I think that uh, that we all can agree on. Yeah, he just he would just be so preoccupied with like his hate of Shaka sitting in his tower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, that wasn't the only thing that kind of got left you know left intact from this other lost light. Uh, we see that Nightbeat still, you know, the Nightbeat is trying to like, trying to make sense of you know Rewind still being able. To, to be there with Nautica, uh, and you know, was it Nightbeat that, or yeah, I think it was Nightbeat that said he was tempted to say it was the power of love that kept Rewind, uh, that oh. brought Rewind <laughs> into this universe, and then then he, yeah. he he brings it he brings it from like cringe level back down to normal, and he's like, except that doesn't explain why I've managed to to hold on to this, and he you know he had the briefcase. Uh, I also like, like uh, really oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. You go ahead. I was just gonna say I I can't remember if if they had, they had already talked about um like doing you know getting you know cornering brainstorm and you know doing something about him uh, but other than that yeah yeah Rav- Ravage and uh Ravage and Megatron are talking about it saying how the uh Megatron needs to tell Rodimus he has a Decepticon on board and uh Ravage says so do you and he's like don't worry I'm happy to make my way back to Earth and Megatron's like. Well, you could stay. And <laughs> uh, Ravage is like, as your prisoner, and he's like, as my ally. And it's cool because Megatron says, you've seen the dark side of the Decepticon cause. Do you still want to be a part of it? And uh, Ravage has this confused kitty look on his face. He's, he's like, <laughs> he's like, I don't know if I'll still be a part of this. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's something that's cool about Megatron, man, is he's always making making everyone around him think. Because he's always thinking, you know, he's always he's always doing stuff. Actually, it's called, they're showing him his intelligence. You know, they're, <clears throat> what, do you, what do you say, being oppressed for so many years, and they're bringing out the, this character, which a lot of fandom don't like, but I like it. No. no, I mean, I like Autobot Megatron is easily one of the greatest, uh, if not the greatest, uh, piece of fiction that Transformers has gotten. I uh, probably the best decision that they ever made with IDW Megatron. Uh, honestly, well, well, can I tell you something? They took. I, I'm gonna say it like this, and I think I know, know where they got that there from. They, it was kind of funny. Uh, they took it from Amazing Spider-Man when the whole Peter Parker and Doc Ock switch happened, and look how that turned out. Oh, you're talking about Doc, like Doc Ock was, being a good guy? Yeah. So they, I got a funny feeling they got that idea from there. You what know, they, it's possible they could they could have drawn it from from a lot of other stuff too. This, you know, this not being the first technically good Megatron that we've seen. There was Shattered Glass that showed up a few years prior to that as well. Yeah, but that 
was from a different universe. Oh know? yeah, but they're kind of the same. Yeah, but well, I, so, I, I, oh, I'm, a, I'm a strong believer they got that from there, and because of, it went from amazing to superior, and it worked out so well, IDW figured, okay, let's take Megatron, and you know what? This is probably what IDW said there too. That you know what we're gonna piss some old people off. Huh. You know we're gonna piss them off. Let's see what happens. And, and you gotta admit it's sold, it sold pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, and it's still a discussion point, you know, to this day. Like when, whenever you get the, uh, you know, the the G one bros, because I used to use the term G oneers. Um, the G one bros. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, yeah. Because, I mean, think about it. They're like, hate my gay robots and, you know, like, all that. And, I mean, Megatron and Autobot, like, you know, like, they're fucking retards. Like, I'm just yeah, calling ev- ev- everybody I've ever had a discussion on Facebook about gay robots and Autobot Megatron, fuck you. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, 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 firing, I'm firing shots all, 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 all issue this week. Dude, it works, man. Trying to drum up contra- controversy for people to go like our uh, Facebook page. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, was gonna, I was gonna talk about it during the outros. But yeah, 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 we uh, we have a Facebook page. Hooray! Hey. After it only took ten issues to make it, but you know, we're, you we're on our way. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say we're on our way to a legit podcast. Yeah, slowly <laughs> but surely. <laughs> But you, you know what's funny? Some of these guys kill me. They bitch about, well, my bots ain't supposed to be this. It ain't supposed. Who gives a shit? It's about storytelling and enjoyment. Oh, it's just like when they start becoming your bots supposed to be this. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. I'll be honest, man. As a Beast Wars fan, and I love Beast Wars. I, you know, it's to I, I hold Beast Wars and and the IDW. Comics to to like literally I, I hold them on the same level like to me no 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 one is better than the other you know I enjoy them both equally as just great pieces of fiction <laughs> but you know if if there were ever another telling of Beast Wars I wouldn't want it to be the exact same as as the tune like make it different make it unique that's that's what I would want that's just me though I don't know I I had a I I had an interaction with somebody recently. Where they're like, they basically that like IDW ruined G1 for them, and I'm like, and 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 and, and, I, and I was like, I'm like, would you say they raped your childhood? Like, he, he did not respond to that, but I laughed because like it's it's the same thing with like the Bay movies. It's like people can't compartmentalize their Transformers. It has to be some large, you know, amalgamous, like, thing for them. They can't have G1 and Beast Wars and IDW. So, like, the Bay movies ruin Transformers for them and, you know, IDW and its its politics because, you know, there'd be something other than good guys and bad guys shooting at each other. Oh, dude, it's a breath of fresh air. Like, I don't give a shit what anybody says. It is a breath of fresh air. That's all right. It's just it's just pathetic when 
you hear grown adults with my child born into this world. <laughs> dude, it's the truth, dude. Some of these people are so fucked up. You know, and that's the reason I don't chime on in. And that's the reason I laugh at some of the shit you guys say up there on the boards. I just laugh up there at it because it's like, you know what? You know, you're just proving there to me. Actually, you guys are exposing them for who they are, man. Some of these dudes got some mental problems. Out of, out of, all, the, out of all the flavors, they choose salt. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, well, no, there's a, so, uh, oh, go ahead. Oh. No, I was saying um, with the uh, with the eleventh anniversary of the eighty uh, six movie, or no, I'm sorry, twenty first anniversary, thirtieth, thirty first, thirtieth. I can't. Uh, okay, <laughs> math math is hard. Um, <laughs> Almost as hard as the English language, man. I agree. Uh, well, I'm 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 quite adept at using the English language. I'm still so I guess. fucked up at it, so no. <laughs> I'm still fucked up. Um, <laughs> No, but people posting, like, the, uh, you know, like, oh, it's the 31st anniversary of the 1986 movie, and I'm like, okay, that was the day my child was raped when I was a child, like, way before Michael Bay ever made a movie, <laughs> like... Oh, whenever whenever they introduced uh, Rodimus the Kingslayer? No, it's, I mean, the, the shuttle scene, like... Oh, dude, the iron hide, like, getting shot and smoking no. out of the mouth? See, no, that and, was proud. That was Prowl. No, Prowl, yeah, like, uh, that, that That was the scene, that was the scene that told my little five-year-old mind, like, shit just got real. Like, before, before, before my five-year-old mind could articulate such thoughts. <laughs> You're not watching Saturday like, morning cartoons anymore, these people are fucking dying. <laughs> like, uh, I was just like, I'm, I'm like, oh my, I'm, why, why are his eyes red, what, why is there smoke coming out of what, ha- what happened whenever uh whenever Spike said shit? <laughs> I just I snickered like a 5-year-old cuz I yeah. mean... Dude, it's 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 so funny like, you know, I, I obviously wasn't around like, you know, during all that cuz I was born in 91. But when I bought the the uh I think it's the 15th anniversary DVD, um and there's there's a, like a fun story behind that. Uh I didn't buy it. A friend of mine bought it because he scratched up my Assassin's Creed 2 disc. And he didn't want to buy me Assassin's Creed 2, so he goes, I found this. Will you accept this as a... Because, like, because at the time, like, on Amazon, that, you know, that that DVD was, like, stupid expensive. Because, you know, Shout hadn't re-released it yet or whatever. But, uh, but I was like, okay. It was by Rhino, wasn't it? Yeah, this was one of the Rhino ones. And I had had all the Shout, like, season one through four DVDs, but I was just missing the movies. That was the only thing I hadn't seen yet. And so I was going through and I was looking at all the, uh, like, all the, the... the uh, the scene uh, titles and that particular scene was called swear word. Oh yeah, I, was like, really? I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I thought that shit was funny, but uh. Swear, but anyways, keep yeah, going. The, the chapter was called swear word. Yeah, I was like, oh okay, but um, uh, I guess kind of, you know, send us out, wrap us up. Oh wait, uh, there's wait, a second. Oh okay, never mind. You're going into it. Never mind. Oh oh yeah. Yeah. Go. Thanks. Proceed. <laughs> No, because I, uh, I thought you were going to wrap the you, show. Oh, you, th- you thought I was just going to, like, man. I'm like, oh, no, we gotta leave it on up long. <laughs> so, uh, so Brainstorm's kind of like, you know, excuse me, party, <laughs> you mind if I get through? Sorry, thanks. Just, like, because everyone's partying at Swerves because they just found out they were all, you know, um, they were all alive again. They're not alive and disappeared. Uh, so he sits down and um, he's just like, man, it's so busy in here. And he's sitting with Atomizer. 
He's like, you know, everyone's all happy that we're all back. Don't know what broke, but someone, and I'll drink to that. And uh, that's when Brainstorm, he's just like, yes, here's the fixing things. And that's whenever Atomizer's just like, hey, um, you know, the rules say something, you know, the rules say no briefcases. At that point, Brainstorm opens it up, uh, or he, you know, he, he clicks the little things on it. He says, Brainstorm, you can't do that. And that's when Brainstorm's like, I'll let you in on a little secret. I can do whatever I damn well please. And he's standing there, very, like, very evil, kind of stoic look. Um, and everyone in the bar is knocked out. Unconscious, done, finished, finito. It looks like they're all dead. They're probably all dead. But we won't know until we cover the next arc of uh, the Eye. So, that's where we're stopping today. Everyone's dead. Again. Mm-hmm. But I do, I, I do, <laughs> I do kind of want to, you know, like the last, on the last issue of Information Creep, about a vat of injects going missing from Swerves, which, you know, we'll talk a little bit more about it later on, but, um, I think maybe something had to do with that. But it was strange, he just, he, you know, of all the times he's opened his briefcase, and he's done it, you know, subtly here and there, this one particular time, everybody dies, and the lights kind of go dim around him. But this is a really nice, like, I don't know. I, I like the way Brainstorm looks in this in this particular frame. Makes it makes him look way badass. You know, the, the coloring in this panel is really top notch. Like, yeah, just yeah, the lights are dimmed and the only light really coming is from the inject uh, tubes. Right. And it just but, and then there's I don't know you know what the, I don't know who the colorist was on this. I don't know if it was if it was Bertram or Perez. Now I really should have looked. Because they both do phenomenal jobs, um, oh. and it could could be someone else. But the... it was uh, Joanna Lafuente. So oh, she's, uh, really? She's uh, she's pretty pretty talented. She's you know, super one. good. Yeah, like the the like the energon that's kind of like going through throughout his wings, and I, you know I think we saw that like on Rodimus as well a couple of issues back. You know, and we see we see it here and there, and you 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 get it in the Autobot logo. Um, it reminds me, it's very Fall of Cybertron like. You know, where it's yeah. not just, yeah, and it's just, oh, it, it, it looks good. <laughs> I've always been a fan of that. Always been a fan of it. Yeah, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of like her trademark almost, uh, the, the energy effects, like, yeah. and all, in all her artwork, it, it's what pops out. Well, you know what, all uh, female writers and artists are the most underrated, uh, to me, they're underrated. Because they don't get like a lot of credit that I think they should. Without a doubt, I will say um, Sarah Stone. Like I thought, and you know, we'll, we'll cover it whenever we cover it. Um, is it was it Sarah Stone that did the the wind the drift? Well, she did wind, but do drift as well. Uh, what the, the um, Empire Stone or the miniseries? Yeah, uh, the Empire Stone. Uh, I did not read that honestly. So, um... or was that was that a different Sarah? I can't. Oh man, I can't remember it. It, it was good. Um, I'll have to. Uh, you know, we've, we've. I'm sure we've got like another two months before we get to that. But um, good stuff. It was good stuff. But this is this is really good artwork. Yeah, for real. I agree. But um, that's it. That's uh, we're 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 done. So uh, outros and all that. You can uh, find us now on a few different forms of social media. You can check us out on Facebook. Uh, we are Information Creep. We'll pop up. 
Um, or you can just go to facebook.com slash information creep, all one word. We're also on Twitter at info underscore creep. Um, you can Gmail if you'd like to, information creep at gmail.com. Shout out to the Table Network where you can find awesome shows like Shattered Cast Uncut, Enter the Realm, Beers and Bolters 40K, Plastic Fanatics, Stasis Lock, Nerd Rage Radio, Toy Detox, Eight Weeks, uh, and several others. Um, also, shout out to Blackout and Shout. I've been list- I've been giving them a listen lately. We had Mike Kincaid on Stasis Lock, uh, and it, it was cool talking to him. They're, they're they're cool dudes. He's a he's another comic guy, so you know that's always awesome. But uh, Spiros, anything anything you got for the outro? Where can people find you? Doing all doing all your stuff. Um, yeah, you can find me on Facebook, uh, Spiros Gallos. Um, I you can find me posting random things on the Toy Detox Twitter at underscore Toy Detox. Uh, we recently had an episode. We we recently had an episode with uh, all the interns on with Mickey because Tyler wasn't uh, was on vacation. So uh, it's it's always nice to get the ensemble uh, shows. So you get to hear a couple different voices um, and. We uh we we kind of we kind of we, we we definitely didn't talk about toys that much on that episode. So, um, detox that episode. Yeah, it was it was uh it was National Detox because it was in the it was right after Charlottesville weekend. So, um, lots lots of toy material to cover in that episode. Um, so give it a listen. It's episode 67, I want to say, or 76. Uh, either way, listen to all of them because Toy Detox is an awesome place. Um, and, uh, yeah, Dakota covered all the information creep social media platforms, so I got nothing. All right, Walter, man, thing you want to, you want to say or shout out on the way out? Uh, I got, yeah, I got to say a big shout out. Let's all hope that Greg gets better. You know, lately hasn't been feeling well. Gotta send out a shout out to you two guys for the spectacular job you guys do. Um, shout out to them, hardcore collectors. Um, and to our new Facebook group post, Info Creep. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, we got a we got a pretty decent mix in like the first day, so. Yeah, I th- I th- <laughs> yeah. I would think uh, that's 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 really that's 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 all. That's, yeah, that's, that's our fault for for not getting a Facebook page up soon enough. But hey, it's up. Go like it. Go check it out. Um, you know, we'll, we'll share some stuff. We got post to the audio. We find the audio version, make creep, uh, and the video. Ver- you know, video form the playlist for that. So you can check that out. Uh, as always, it's on the RealmCollectors.com website and the Realm of Collectors YouTube channels where you're gonna find the video. So uh, until then, thanks for listening, thanks for watching, and we'll see you guys later.